0: Take a look at your church, the one you attend every Sunday. Try to figure in your head how much time is spent ministering to Christians who are a part of your church, compared to how much time is spent trying to reach the lost, helping the poor, the needy, the homeless, and the widows. Now, take a look at your church budget and see how much money is spent ministering to the Christians in your church compared to how much money is spent ministering to the lost, the poor, the needy, and the widows. I would venture to say that a fraction of the money that's spent on ministering to Christians is spent on reaching the lost and the poor and the homeless and the needy and the widows. We're going to talk about the mission of the church Today, on Christian Holiness Daily. As we discussed earlier this week, there is a problem in the church, and it has to do with a misunderstanding of the church's mission. The problem is deeper than our colleges, deeper than our theologians and our ministers, deeper than our missionaries. From the earliest age, we teach our children that the world consists of two realms, the sacred and the secular. Now, this is not just a problem of this generation. You and I were taught the same things, at least I was, when I was a child. The church is sacred. Work is secular. Sunday school is sacred public school is secular. Sunday morning is for God. The rest of the week is for man. When you grow up, you can choose to serve God or choose to get a real job like your mom and dad. This kind of thinking is at the root of the problem with churches today. The concept of the sacred and the secular are a construct of man. When we are born again and filled with the Holy Spirit, everything we do Everything we are and everything we ever hope to be is sacred. We are set aside for God's service. Tuesday night out with the boys. How is that sacred? Well, it should be. Working with a crew of heathens on a secular job. Well, it's not a secular job. It's your mission place. That's how that is sacred or should be your mission place. That is the mission of the church. Are you a part of the church? If we examine the mission of the church, it becomes obvious very quickly that a large part of the mission of the church is missions. Maybe we just don't get what that means, though. Most churches that I know entertain one or two missionaries a year. Most of them pay their support to the missions program. Maybe we even have a special service a couple times a year where we talk about missions. We might even have a regular program where we meet once a quarter or once a month, but I venture to say that most of those regular programs, regular meetings, are not well attended. Some of us might even regularly read missions books. A few of us go on work and witness trips, and fewer still work regularly around our community in some sort of an outreach where we can witness to the lost. But that is not Good enough. That is not what it means in our mission of the church to run a missions program. You see, the missions of the church should be every single one of us. Every single one of us should be a missionary. And the the mission field begins the very second we step outside the church door. We are to talk to everyone about Christ now, I know that sounds radical. You, you, you're thinking, this guy's nuts. We can't talk to everyone about Christ. Why not? Not only that, we're supposed to reflect Christ in our very lives. Chris Wright, in his book, The Mission of God's People, asks this question. What kind of person is your mail carrier? Is he a good man or a bad man? Does he go to church or does he cheat on his wife? Does he steal his favorite magazines from the mail Does he follow people through the park? You don't know. Neither do I. Most of us don't know our mail carrier because it just frankly doesn't matter. He or she is a messenger. All we care is that our mail gets to us safe and sound and on time. He is simply a messenger and he can be replaced by another messenger or a mail server and two computers. The same cannot be said about you and I. We are the messengers who deliver the good news of Jesus Christ. But for us to be effective, we must surrender to Jesus Christ and allow him to live through us holy and pure. We must be a bright shining light to everyone that we meet. So that the opportunity to talk about why we are different won't seem so odd when we bring it up. How many people do you know that allow Jesus Christ to live through them and make them holy and pure? How many people do you know and know well that are truly a bright, shining light? I would venture to say that it's very few. Every single one of us, though, are supposed to be that reflection of a loving and caring God. And every single one of us are supposed to be a missionary to everyone around us. We'll talk more about the mission of the church next time on Christian Holiness Daily.